Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy Freeman and Mr. Newbie. Before we dive in, Lucy is by a pool after all, <laughs> let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. We began the week with Krusty spending hours hunting for a spare key. She'd already checked the weird drawer, the one with three Allen keys, a beer bottle opener, a loyalty card for a Croatian grocer, a small bouncy ball, one Trivial Pursuit card, two rubber bands and some string, but no luck. So she'd moved on to the shed. Krusty, yeah, it costs... in my house. <laughs> we did everyone's house. Krusty, it costs about 12 quid to get a new key cut and you'd like Timpsons anyway. They're very socially aware. And if you can't find your spare key, then a burglar is not going to be able to either. And anyone... <laughs> Anyway, thanks to Lee's overzealous efforts to turn Beechwood House into something approaching the Pentagon, no one could get within five miles of it without Bravo 2-0 being alerted and landmines detonating. Anyway, this was for plotical reasons, as Krusty was able to be there when Lee, in a fit of zeal, chased down Blake and accused him of being one of Joy's cats. Krusty recognised him as poor old Blake and with her usual ability to take a bad situation and make it ten times worse, <laughs> immediately scared the pants off him by calling the police. Harassment got very excited until Krusty told him it was an unofficial visit and he couldn't arrest or taser anybody, so he said, oh, took off his special police pants and got in his pedal car and pedalled off. Between them, they did such a good job of not frightening Blake that he threw himself under Chelsea's car, which meant Linda had to arrest herself as being a party to dangerous driving. Chelsea then gave herself a very hard time for not understanding how insurance works and that she couldn't feign whiplash and make lots of money for her and Blake. But to be fair, with some of the economic arrangements that go on in Ambridge, her suggestion was no more stupid than anyone else's. Businesses start up with no plan, wages are paid by retail outlets with no customers and an app launches in two weeks after one meeting. On those grounds, why wouldn't a homeless man's life be insured against being mowed down by a learner driver in a car containing a woman he'd blown up with some toast a year earlier? By the time Lee had him in a headlock, Krusty had called the police, told him his ex-boss was in prison and he'd been hit by a car. I'd begun to believe they were, for some reason, actively trying to bring on a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Krusty visited him in hospital and, as he said he really liked gaming, she got him a magazine about cars. He very wisely said she couldn't come in, so Linda got him instead by disguising herself as an IV drip. Her opening sally was, Hello, Blake. Do you remember me? delivered in tones that would have put the fear of God into anyone. He just had time to hit the emergency call button before passing out and Linda was wheeled out into the car park. Linda then turned up again, abducted him and took him to Ambridge Hall where Robert force fed him spaghetti bolognese until Blake threw water at them both and legged it. We spent some time with Stella, who asked Brian what his intentions were towards the farm. I am not sure it is entirely her business who takes over the farm, is it? Her job is just to keep the Aldridges away from it so it doesn't fall over under their tender ministrations. She did suggest companion cropping, though, which is nice. Would anyone like an explanation of that? It is when all the plants have friends, so they want to stay there and play and do not wander off. It is very clever. She also applauded Adam's experiments in soil health, which made it sound as though he was standing in the middle of a field in a white coat with a My Little Chemistry set, squinting into test tubes and taking Weed's blood pressure. No one seems to be bothering much about Alish. Jenny Darling said it was lovely that she was spending so much time at the stables rather than with her baby daughter. And over at Brookfield, David had awarded his wife, the one woman in Ambridge who could not give less of a stuff about what she eats, hates cooking and can't do it very well, the task of designating who is going to cook what at the Harvest Bloody Supper. Has he forgotten that his mother, the queen of cooking and bossiness, lives in the same house? She'd have had this under control in a minute. 
And with the same cattiness that made her deliberately call Ben's girlfriend the name of his ex-girlfriend, she'd make Jenny Darling do the salads. That's the good cook's worst job, as you can't show off. Make Lillian do the puddings, as that's the part everyone looks forward to and is therefore the most stressful bit, and insist that Emma Grundy cook perfect cheese souffles in the mobile home kitchen and transport them to Brookfield, ensuring that she arrives purple-faced and crying. And after some briefly, brief, mildly interested questioning from Stella, Brian immediately decided to sell the entire farm, which seems like someone asking if you'd ever considered changing your hairstyle and then immediately chopping your own head off. Talking of Stella, she is going to be bloody thrilled, isn't she? She's up sticks, moved halfway across the country. She's only just finished fishing all the Smirnoff bottles out of the paper recycling bins in the eco office, and now her job's disappeared. How long does it take to sell a farm? I mean, they'd have to tidy up for a start. Put some geraniums out the front, all of the fields, make some bread so the whole farm smells welcoming, and then have a bit of a declutter. Get all the deer to brush the hair and look tidy. Jenny Darling at first sounded reluctant, but when Brian pointed out they could have a big house, she perked right up. Because then all the tagines can have their own ensuite. So now all the little Aldridges are going to be loaded. Alish can buy a vineyard. Kate can become the centre parks of holistic retreats. Adam can admit that Christian Hooty Fruity is insane and wants him to give all the wheat a graduated bob. Debbie can buy Hungary and be the queen of it. And Rory can be a trust fund, fund banker because, my God, the world needs more of them. This is possibly the worst thing that could ever happen to the Aldridge children as work is the only thing that makes them faintly bearable. But on the other hand, they will be released from the tyranny of expectation about when exactly Brian was going to cark it and they could cash in. They will have reached Nirvana. This is not going to end well. The end. Very good. Yes. <sighs> uh, well, it was one of those weeks, really. Such a lot happened in such a short space of time. Yes. But oh, talk about, you know, that escalated quickly. What's if you've got a succession plan? I'm selling everything. Are you? Okay. It's just... I think they didn't realise they were allowed that they could sell the farm. Why didn't they sell it 10 years ago and just become millionaires? If, like, he was literally like, oh, we'll sell the farm. We'll all become really rich yeah. and we can buy a new... Well, why not do that when you had to move out of, yeah. of the last Yeah, and then I place? can retire and... Yeah. 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 It, it was... Cr- I mean, well, I suppose there was only Adam who was... But why didn't Adam ever suggest it? Sell the farm just go, and then Adam could just go and buy his own little farm and not have to work for anybody. Just take his polytunnels... Pack them up, fold up his polytunnels, stick them in a rucksack and off he goes. It's very odd because... Extraordinary. I mean, does Brian have the controlling say in what happens? Because clearly he does. But but, because the others might not agree. No, well, there is that committee. But then as soon as Brian says, by the way, we're all going to be loaded. Yeah, they'll be like, no, no, but how much did you say? (laughs) Okay. Exactly. It sounds like a no-brainer, which is why it's weird that it hasn't been mentioned before. I mean, presumably Debbie doesn't. Debbie would rather have the cash. Well, let's face it, Debbie's farmhouse. I think Debbie's going to sort of just change her last name and pretend none of this ever happened. (laughs) Yeah, just uh, here are my bank details. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Text me when you've done the done the job. Cheers. I'll call you call you at Christmas. Yeah. If I remember, you know, and everything. Uh, yeah, so that was that was like a big deal. Yes. But actually, funnily enough, I did um did find it quite interesting when he was sort of mulling it over because first of all I was like, God, this is dull, isn't it? Like how much is Chris gonna get and Brian's yeah. being a cock because but of course like although like you, I mean, you would think about something like that, wouldn't you? Because actually, if, if one of your family is getting divorced, suddenly there are financial implications. Yeah. Or And, you know, whether, you know, of course, I assume he wants Christopher to be as well set up as Alice because he's co-parenting. But it probably, it would um, destable Brian a bit, wouldn't it? It totally didn't. I don't know whether I'm just appallingly... Um sexist or old-fashioned or whatever. I you were going to say appallingly sexy. But and I was going well, to obviously say, yes, I'm appallingly Lucy, you sexy. Are. Yes. Yes, yes, beautifully sexy. Thank yeah. you very much. But it, it, so if... I suppose if it had been the other way round and Chris had been loaded and Alice, that wouldn't have surprised me at all. I would have thought, yep, Alice deserves half of it. But somehow, yeah. because it's Chris, it doesn't... It's Sorry, I'm banging the table. It doesn't... It didn't cross my mind that that would happen. 
That yeah, he that he would be in. No, exactly. Because, is it because he's I've... got his own business, or is it because he's a man and I'm no, clearly from be... the 1940s, or what? I don't know. But no, I really it's... surprised myself by my reaction. No, me too, actually. Because yeah. first of all, I was like, "Oh, this is dull," and then I was, I was like, "Actually, no," because I just never would have thought about. It. I don't feel I'm grown up enough, or or financially stable enough to think about those things. Yeah. But for someone like Brian, yeah, of course, like Christopher marrying Alice, mm. she he's now entitled to. Mm. I mean, I don't really know what the rules are in this day and age. Half but if you get married, it's yeah, yeah, I it's suppose. just half and half, I guess. And yeah. and and I suppose I always thought because the farm was such trouble that there wasn't really an inheritance, you know, like with Jenny and Brian downsizing and stuff. But mm. clearly, there's a massive inheritance if yeah. they sell the farm. But there's and so, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of acres, isn't there? Yeah, so they sell it all off well, and to developers. Things. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> developers. <laughs> Who else is going to buy it? Kirsty's going to set up a crowdfunding page <laughs> to rewild it. <laughs> Christian Hootie Fruity might expand his empire and put a chain of, of, uh, of, of hairdressers and barbers all across it, a swathe of hairdressers right across Porchester. Uh, yeah, I mean, they'll be allowed at least 116 homes, won't they? As long as they keep a field <laughs> for, for, a, for a, I don't know, a sheep or something. I think either when faced with selling it, either... Um, Adam and Alice will both pull their fingers out and think, no, 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 we can't let this happen, and they'll run it together. Oh, no. Although I still think Alice is going to end up at the stables. Um, and she'll use the money. Alice would use the money she's got from the sale, if it goes through, mm. to buy the stables off Shula. Oh, um, oh, yeah, that's a good plan. Or, or Adam and Ian will use the money from the sale to buy Gay Grables and run it. I yes, and do you know what I think? I think Justin and Lillian might buy it. Really? To, to develop on it, yeah, because they've got that money hanging around. Oh, they, that yes. they don't know what, don't know what oh, to what do with. Are darling. we going to do with all this money oh, that we're just? Brian's got some land. Let's put some. Yeah, they'll put. What's for on dinner, it. Justin? I don't know. I thought we'd eat some of that money because it's just sitting there, <laughs> getting in the way. I fell over it again this morning. I'm fed up with it. We either eat it or I the take it to the tip, so one or the other. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I don't really. To be honest, I'm not that bothered. But I think it definitely will sell because I don't think. Um, I don't think it would be realistic for anybody to object, really. I mean, in the family. No, OK, but if it, but do you think it's going to be sold as a farm or do you think it's going to be sold as land? I mean, obviously, I have no idea what the rules are. In my head, anyone can buy it and they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. But I'm sure there's lots of rules, And it was a safari park or something. Yeah, yeah. Presumably, if you sell a farm, you're not just allowed to sell it to a developer who's going to put a million houses on it. I assume, I assume that's not allowed. I mean, I assume there's lots of stuff you have to go through, isn't there? And how do you sell a farm? I don't know. I've well, never had a farm. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> it's just like you just go to an estate agent. There's, there's, there are specialist uh, <laughs> land. Yeah, you either sell it as a land foxes or you sell it as for the real foxes. Kind of, yeah. Well, like Knight Frank and Rutley and people like that tend to do stuff oh, yeah. like that. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. And they sell it to farm. But, I mean, who would want to buy a farm? I mean, only because I know it's pr presumably a really hard. How do you make a living on a farm nowadays? Well, you that that you you it's it, it's well it's like buying a business, taking over a shop. Basically, it's sort of that sort of thing. What's the potential? Yeah, what mean, are the sales figures? What's the yield well, like off the land? What the well, all that stuff? How much milk comes out of your cows? Yes. How yes. many bottles do we get a day? But I, I think it must be really, really, really hard to make money. Well, we'll find out, won't we? As this, well, we'll find out whatever cockeyed version of it they decide to, to give to us. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I think that's good. I think get Brian and Jennifer out of the farm. Give it, yeah, create something, cr change the landscape a bit in the village, you know, or yeah. have a bit of a shake up. Yes. And, yep. and you know, what the hell do Brian and Jenny need a big house for anyway? There's only two of them. Rory's but as you gone. said, she needs to put her tachine yeah. somewhere. They but didn't she? She storage. didn't have Brighton up, did she? When we said we'd be a big house. Really? Can we? Oh, yes. <laughs> of course. Okay, good. Yes. Yeah. Will it be bigger than yeah. millions? Okay, then fine. Yes. <laughs> Sell it. But that's why I can't believe they didn't 
like think about selling it before when they yeah. had that financial worry. And I, it is driving me mad that we still don't know anything about the people in Home Farm. Oh, yes. But there's this beautiful yes. house with the pool yeah. and the, you know, the, the, the lovely lawns and everything. And it's just sat there filled with people we know nought about, apart from they know how to have a good party. I think it's because they went to St. Lucia for lockdown and haven't been allowed uh, back since. So now yes. is it like some sort of overgrown, <laughs> like there's like ivy climbing in through the windows, yes. like Miss Havisham's sort of house. It's like Beauty and the Bee. Uh, no, okay. The Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Eventually right. they'll find a dead body in the pool. Okay. It'll, have contaminated the arm, um, you know, it'll be and another then Jenny, but that'll be in Then Jenny Darling will say, Oh, Brian, <laughs> how am I ever going to get this back into shape? And by in by half past ten we should have done it. <laughs> um but the uh the didn't you love the lovely story this week? Chelsea. You didn't really talk about that. Did you talk about it in your monologue? What lovely no, story? The, the the heartwarming story, the Blake Linda Robert Love Triangle. Yes, but it all went wrong, didn't it? He ran away. Oh, yeah, you did talk about it. Yes, but it was really lovely, really moving mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh, 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 did you find it a bit naff? No, I just thought it was a bit patronising, that's all. Oh, did you? But then I suppose, they, you know, they, but, I no, just but think it, Blake's really badly written, but I don't know how you'd write, Well, you know. It's, it's tricky, not... this one, isn't it? It's mm. very tricky, because I think actually the actor is doing a phenomenal job, but he clearly is an actor like he's clearly uh he's clearly that's you clearly mean he's not, not a real authentic. homeless do you think they should have found a real homeless <laughs> I, instead? he's not a real slave lucy i looked at his wikipedia page <laughs> he's never done slaving oh well no, i do no. think you know <laughs> i do think it? they should go i think only slaves should play slaves that's well in this in 2021 lucy <laughs> it really gets me going that they don't have slaves playing slaves no but uh, it's not his authentic voice right. which is totally fine because he's an actor and he's doing an amazing job but i think um it's really hard to write for and act that character isn't it mm-hmm. yeah with with it to, and make it but i actually thought he it, it was very moving actually i thought he did it i thought it was very because it was i was worried that we were going to verge on um patronizing and mm-hmm. cringy mm-hmm. but then actually the dinner that he had with robert and linda where where because you know we it would have been awful if he'd have gone, oh, yeah. And then they all watched Singing in the Rain and then yeah. that was a happy ending. Yeah. But actually what happened was it, it, Linda and Robert found it excruciating and yeah. difficult yeah. and he couldn't, and it was yeah. too, d- too much. And actually yeah. I thought that was really good. I yeah. thought it was great yesterday. What they should have done, I think, is they oh, should yes. have just said to him. Because <laughs> this is what the podcast is now, isn't yes. it? This is what they should have done. Yes. <laughs> We know best. Always. He should just change the name first. of it to We Know Best. <laughs> featuring Harriet Carmichael and Lucy Freeman from their lofty vantage point of perfection. <laughs> Things we know. Where you're going wrong by Lucy and Harriet. I'll tell you what you should do. Uh, yes. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, go on. Well, Lucy, I'll tell I'm you. Listening. He should yes. have just given him his food in his room. Oh, well, that would have been very friendly, would it? No, given him the option said you can eat with us or you can have your dinner in your room because in a hostel he's more likely to eat dinner in his room because there isn't much of a shared space and then gradually he could sort of acclimatise and come down to once he trusted them but because he's got huge trust trust <laughs> like issues, an old dog yes because he's got huge <laughs> trust issues forcing yes. him to sit at the table while they but, all stared at him and he wondered what a starter was I mean oh god yeah but you wouldn't do that you wouldn't do that would you because if you welcomed someone who'd had a tough time into your yeah. house you'd want to shower them with yes. love and yeah. food yeah. and hospitality yeah and you wouldn't imagine that they couldn't cope with all that you would just you would shower them wouldn't you there's, and there's lots of, of well she's just done it with no research hasn't she she's just done it thinking sheer force of goodwill is going to be enough to get them all through yes um, yeah there's lots of research about when when homeless people actually get flats they sleep on the floor they oh, won't sleep right. on the bed because uh, it feels, used to sleep on the floor. yeah, it feel, the bed feels peculiar. Right. Uh, and there's trust issues about wanting to be near the door, not having doors locked, having or wanting door, either wanting doors locked or wanting them open so that they're not trapped. Um, lots of kind of, you know. 
Yeah. Well, because I, I really genuinely thought it was poignant when he's built the water. And oh, it, I, I just really believed it, actually. Yeah. But um, I was like, maybe I was also, you know, I felt, I felt like it was quite... I actually really enjoyed this week because I felt it was all... I really loved hearing the new character, loved hearing Chelsea yeah. and, and having, yeah, I mean, she's great. She's perfect, isn't she? Yeah, she she's sounds like, so much like Tracy. She does. She's great. And she, she's, and her and Tracy have a, such a believable relationship, yeah. don't they? Yeah. It, I thought it was amazing, actually. I thought it yeah. was really, really good. As a de- it's the, one of the best sort of debut I've heard of a, yes, of a, completely. a new character. As it, if she's she been there for years, she just walked totally, straight in. Totally, yeah. totally. There was nothing hesitant about her, yeah. which was amazing. And yeah, Do you, I th- do you I know th- her off the... No. Oh, okay, because no. she does lots of voiceover, doesn't she? What's her name? What's the actress? I think, I think you follow her already on, oh, yeah. on the Twitters. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry, her name is... Um... Melanie something? <laughs> Melanie Sykes. Mm, yeah. She's too busy with her oh, gondolier. Um, oh, oh, she's in a gondolier? What? No, she's got a boyfriend who's a gondolier. He's 25. Melanie Sykes? Yes, that, that Melanie. What? He's a gondolier? Like, right yeah. from Venice? Yeah, he's a photo opportunity. Sorry, he's a gondolier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is he actually a gondolier? Yes, what? he is. She says she met him on a gondolier in... In Venice? In Venice, yeah. That's... Ex- wow. And now they're going out together. Oh, and every well, time must... she's got something to promote, she pops she gets back on her to gondolier. Venice and gets on her gondolier. Well, I would. Mm. I might go to Venice and get a gondolier mm. for myself. Get two. Bring one back for me. <laughs> okay. Well, we might have to keep them over there because otherwise, how would you get a gondolier back? Anyway. I know. But, um, uh, yes. They'd she... have to have COVID tests. Where would you keep them? I mean, I don't know. We even know what gondoliers eat. Uh, <laughs> Madeline Lele. Leslie. She's uh, <laughs> she's uh, very good, uh, I think. Uh, in a, maybe in a, as a life, she uh, talks like this. <laughs> oh, maman, uh, je, je conduis le, le um, voiture très bien. Oui? <laughs> and um, Tracy's going, all right, Chelsea, don't show off. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I lo- what I really liked about it. D'accord, Chelsea. <laughs> D'accord, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I really liked about the week was it had a really good flow, I thought. Yeah. Like, you know, there was Chelsea and um, Tracy in the car and then they hit Blake and then yeah. everything sort of like fitted. really neatly fitted together. Yeah. It was a bit a of a leap and we went from, from Linda going, don't worry, Blake, yeah. I don't blame you, to Blake's moving in with us, Robert. Yeah. And Robert was like, is he? Oh, uh, Robert did I, I had not to... sound very enthusiastic, I have to say. No, but again, that's why I liked it, because it wasn't like, again, that was why it kept it believable, because Robert was like, this is a really bad idea. You could tell, but he was trying his best, but you could tell the whole time he was like, oh, this is not going to work. But he was very, you know, sort of careful, wasn't he, to not to... Yeah, you know, I, th- I, th- I thought that was very, it's like, you know, it's like anything, is it? When you get like, you know, if you have to like have your, um, you know, your granny's cousin's pen pal's cousin's yeah. daughter who's come over from Slovakia and they have to yeah. come stay with you for a bit. And, you know, they, they sort of arrive and they're like this moody teenager. Yeah. And you, you get, you're like, hello, <laughs> oh, welcome. Oh, we've made you a typical yes. English meal. And they like, are just like, Yes, thank you. And they just—they're so miserable and homesick, and they don't want to. Say, what is just, the Wi-Fi code, please? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Well, and it's awful, and it's just excruciating. Yeah. No one wants yeah. to be at that dinner. We thought and they'd take you to the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Do you have zoos? Oh, there they are. And they, oh, you must be very tired. Yeah. Would you like to go to your room? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's been there, <laughs> so, but not with a modern slave, uh, necessarily. Necessarily, you know. unless you're extremely unlucky, or um, you weren't a modern slave in that scenario. <laughs> yeah, so there was that. There was ooh, that. Oh, I know what else ooh, there was. Oh, what, what? Oh, there was the Josh, Ben, uh, Beth. Yeah. No, but, but do you know what's funny about that? Oh, just sorry, I knocked the microphone. You know in that scene where they were at the market... Um, uh, yes, at the yes, of the yes. Week. Yeah, and 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 he was like, "Oh, I didn't know you worked here." And I was thinking, "How could you? You did know she worked yeah, there. Yeah, I knew she worked her... there. So how the it? hell did? Yeah. yeah, because in my head, I was going, "Cause you're her boyfriend." Yeah, 
So, and then I went on Twitter later and someone said, oh, I thought that was Josh at the market. And I was like, it was, oh, and then I got really confused. Anyway, it wasn't her, it wasn't Ben who she's going out with. But that market scene, I thought, was David, Beth and Beth's boyfriend. But it was the brother. It but was Josh. So, yes, but who's not the boyfriend? Was he? I thought it was Ben. Hang on. I'm really confused. Yes, I thought it was Ben, but it was Josh. It was oh. Josh. Oh, I God. Know. So I can only tell them apart when they're together. Yes, completely me too. Cause, oh, yeah. that's terrible. And then I listened again and I was like, oh, that's why he was like, oh, I didn't know you worked here. And that's why, because he was the one that invited her over. So then when I listened again, I was like, but then that's weird. And then I was like, oh, because he obviously fancies her, doesn't he? Yes. So that oh. scene they did to set all that up. Oh, Lord. But they've already done this with Pip and Rex and I Toby. Know. And Ed and... Ed and um, Emma Will. and Will. What is the problem with them <laughs> and siblings? Honestly. But then also, how annoying is Josh? Because he's yeah. the older sibling, isn't he? Yeah. But he sounds younger and acts younger. Yeah. And the whole way through the week, then I was going, God, he's so annoying. But then by the end, I was like, oh, he's being annoying because that's what... Yeah. That's what you do, isn't it? Yeah. When you fancy your brother's girlfriend, yeah. you're trying to show off and... Yeah. But anyway, I know. So you, did you think it was Ben at the market? Yes, too? I did, totally. Yes. And this is, a, this is... this is Once again, you have given me a revelation that has <laughs> well, it, locked me back it on was, my It was on someone my kitten on Twitter. Heels, <laughs> oh. Except you're not in your kitten heels at the moment. Are you in your flip-flops? Uh, I'm in my bare feet. Uh, everybody, Lucy is in the sun. <laughs> it, while we're all in the rain. You're by the pool. Are you actually by the pool at the moment? Uh, no, are, you doing this, are you doing this podcast from the pool? Knackered with one of by those the pool, yes. yes. With those special microphones. I'm on an inflatable in swan drifting around the pool. <laughs> Once I auditioned for a job which was doing, I think it was a Mills and Boone audio book and they, they wanted, to, it was like to sort of advertise a brand new microphone that's waterproof. So I would have been flown out to France to do the audio book in the pool with a fit young actor and the new um, no i didn't get it i was gutted i didn't get it yeah so it was like a day wow. in france in a pool with a brand new microphone reading mills and boone or something and a hot with, actor. A, with a hot actor i couldn't believe it God. i was i was like literally that's the that, <laughs> it's the only time i've like really cried over a day <laughs> when i didn't get a job <laughs> i really wanted that job could I just see and some Rufus pictures was like, of the actor yeah, yeah. with his Yes, top. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was going up for it, so I was like, I really want that job. Even though it wouldn't have furthered my career in any direction. It would have furthered your life, it. your enjoyment of life. What did done. Rufus say? What were you going to say? He was like, I don't think it would have really furthered you. He's always like, if I get upset yeah. about yeah. Lo- you know, losing out on a job, he's yeah. always like, well, would it have furthered you? I'm like, I don't care if it would have furthered my career. I just would have had a really good time. That's why I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm here for a I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Let's just go with that. Wow. Uh, I did think yeah. Madeleine Lele, or whatever she's called. Ah, uh, Madeleine Lele, yeah, yeah. La Chelsea, oui. She's a very good actor. We already said she's a very, very good actor. Yes, you have. But, yes. she, but she went and did that job in the pool. Well, that's what... If you look at her Twitter feed, oh, she my has God. spent she a lot of time... Reading Bodice Rippers. Oh, for FFS, I bet she went to that pool. So so all the books that she does, there is a woman with a sort of a semi-transparent dress on and a man with his <laughs> top off or at least his shirt open and his hair f- fluffing about in the breeze. Sometimes on horses, sometimes looking in the middle distance, but often w- with his nips out. Yes. Sort of those ones that have been coloured in, you know, those pictures that aren't really paintings. I don't know what they are. They're just sort of, yeah. They're the best sort of audiobooks to do because you don't really need to prep them. Because they're all exactly (laughs) the same. (laughs) They're all exactly the same. So you know what's coming in every chapter. What's literally coming in every chapter. (laughs) So you don't really have to do much prep. I'd get all flustered. (laughs) I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, as soon as it, as soon as it got to a rude word, I'd be going... (laughs) If so I you wouldn't you'd, use the word you'd just like bump. lower the intensity of your voice, Lucy, for those bits until really? you were nearly yeah, yeah. She's probably got a good like. I wonder what her real voice is then. Maybe she's RP. She's like got that voice for when she's doing a uh, Chelsea, <laughs> and then she's got her posh voice for doing Alish. And then she's got 
sexy. She's very talented. She's done loads. Mm. Do you hate her now? No. Okay. Okay, good. Um, I was worried there for a minute that you might. No, Um, no, don't worry, Lucy. I never get jealous of people's careers, honestly. (laughs) Because Rufus is always reminding me how lucky I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. I'm going to do an email now. Oh, yeah, go on. From uh, Tom Peach. Hi, Tom. The subject. <laughs> what are you doing here? The, su- the subject is, I wouldn't trust David till he's asked from his elbow if I gave him a map and three attempts. He says, uh, dear me, Uncle Newby and the wonderful, beautiful and erudite women who podcast. That's oh, th- better. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you. Wait a minute. Brian is taking advice from David. David. Mr. Move to Cumbria. Don't move to Cumbria. Have sheep. No sheep. Solid farm equipment fencing. Bovine TV spreading. Event ruining. Whingy muck muppet face. Wouldn't Brian <laughs> just go to the nesticles and say, Chris, your analysis is spitting up. This creates issues for the farm given her share. As long as little Martha Rita is taken care of, are you good not to destroy my family's legacy? Yes, he would do that. But Brian yes. being Brian, and because Brian... Wait, if you treat people... How you expect other people to react to something depends massively on how you know you would react. And yeah. if it was him, he would, um, Brian would, would be, the money would be the first concern for him. Uh, yeah, whereas Chris so, would. Yeah, it so he's assuming it that it's going to be the same for, for, yeah, he's assuming that the same would be true for Chris. And about Blake. Clearly this means that Rob is about to come back. In the big book of writing cliches horror movie section, the first creak of the floorboards is always something innocent. Then you breathe in and relax the old sphincter. Then you have the jump scare. So in the next week or so, we're going to hear a smug voice say, hello, Gideon, and then cue the theme tune. Lots of love, Tom. P.S. By the way, ever since we said, uh, ever since we remarked on um, that wonderful Harvard lady listening to us. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've now had lots of people going, actually, I've got a degree from Cambridge. <laughs> so, and Tom has and joined also, the party. Oh, is he from Cambridge as well? Mrs. Peach and I both have Cambridge degrees and Mrs. <laughs> Peach has an MA in science education for the University of Education in London. She is both the brains and the good looking one in that relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. Their life literally gets more and more idyllic, doesn't it? I know, I know. <laughs> But also, I didn't mean to, you know, when um, I was talking about those Cambridge parties yes. I used to go to, I don't think I was disparaging about Cambridge people, was no, I? No, you said you wanted because to sleep with them all. Yeah, I do. And I still do. Mm. So, <laughs> good. Okay. No, good. you weren't. I didn't, you weren't good. I hope I didn't offend anyone. Or I, yes. I think you probably uh, excited some of them, not offended them. <laughs> Uh, Owen Kiffin said, thanks for another excellent episode this week, which I saved up and listened to from our hotel overlooking the Menai Strait in the beautiful autumn sunshine. Um, What's the Menai Strait? It's a river uh, in Wales. Hopefully this is a more respectful application of the podcast and using it as an accompaniment to chemical toilet emptying. Yes, it is. (laughs) Harriet's stories of drunk Italian bus drivers reminded me of my Italian pal Lamberto, who I met teaching TEFL in Oxford. I went back to Oxford again. I went back to Italy to stay with him and he was trying to teach me to drive. His motivation for this was so he could send me into Trento to pick up his girlfriend to visit him when he was too busy or otherwise disinclined to drive. I felt like Panda the Greek bloke on the Kung Fu Panda. He kept telling me off for looking in my mirrors and not concentrating on the road. In his words, you worry about from yourself forwards and let the driver behind worry about from you backwards. Uh, Lucy is correct. I am always Owen. Cinnamon has no place in a blackberry crumble, although perfectly acceptable in a homemade curry. No, wrong. <laughs> Lucy's, I think, comments about Harrison's pedal car made me instantly think of the video for Goldie Looking Chains, Guns Don't Kill People. If you haven't seen it, it's worth a YouTube search. Mm. Anyway, having managed to ramble from the arches to rap music, I'm concerned about my impending <laughs> dementia, so I'd better go and have a kip. <laughs> Keep up the excellent work, Owen. Oh, that's a great, great Thank email. You. Thank Owen. you. And Lindsay Giles says, okay, email from Lindsay Giles, who begins it morning team, which is a bit alarming as it sounds like we're all <laughs> going to be given detailed tasks. Really enjoying the podcast, particularly Mr. Newby's amusement at learning what is going on. I remember when I first did listening, first started listening, it took a while to get into it and I still have to look for bits and pieces uh, even after 12 years or so. Com- commuting into the office this morning and listening to last night's episode, it dawned on me that Joy doesn't half sound like one of the flumps. This might be because I'm listening at 120% normal speed and her voice is just a little bit faster. Is this just <laughs> it is, me? It is great, hey? Keep up the good work, Lindsay. Well, 
I thought the flumps were Yorkshire. Well, I'm, I, I think I'm, I do know what the flumps is, but I don't really have any memory of it because I'm Oh, Ro- no, Rosie on the flumps sounded, she was northeast. Lindsay, you're right. Because Poodle was just sort of a bit little one with a blocked up nose, <laughs> just said, there are lots of things I could do with my thumbs. Um, but yes, Rosie was, and she was, a, Rosie was voiced by somebody who sounded actually a lot like Shula. She was one of those women that had, oh. that always played either young girls or young boys because they had that sort of voice that was sort of quite soothing. Um, what a sort of one of those sort of voices. Yes, that can, that can slide up to being a child sounding, oh. you know. Yes, because all the children in those days sounded like that when they were <laughs> voiced on audiobooks. Yes, exactly. Yes, mother. <laughs> yes. I didn't really even... Oh, they were just a bit like this. <laughs> When I went to see Mary Poppins the other night, yes. I was like, oh, must did we? I tell you about that? <laughs> <laughs> the kids were so brilliant in it, but they um, they kept they the intonation is like hilarious. It's always like, oh, father, must you go? Yeah, you know, so it's just that sort of like yeah. really. I don't know what it is. It's only kids that do that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, Mary Poppins, we yeah. have had a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they actually taught I mean, them that at stage school because they all do it. I think that's the thing. It must be like this a special sort of intonation they teach. <laughs> why why must we go out in the dark? <laughs> it is dark. Is it dark? <laughs> they just sort of never get the never get the emphasis quite right either. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, though, was it good, Mary Poppins? Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, very okay. good. Yeah, and they, they, the kids were amazing as singers and performers. Yeah. Wow. But they did talk like this. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The best, uh, uh, the best child thing I saw was um, uh, uh, South Empsall Secondary School in North Yorkshire's um, uh, version of Greece, um, where they it's a mining community, and. I don't know whether it's connected, but they could just sing. They were brilliant singers. However, the American accents were a bit slippy. And there was at one point, when in the scene in the garage, when they're, when they're fiddling with the car, oh, well, the Grease oh, well. Lightning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, one, of the, yeah. one of the lead characters went, ah, oh, get out of here and take him with you, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Which I loved. That made my evening. I didn't care what happened after that. Deck in wheel. Anyway, um, shall we do a bit of script? Uh, must we? Yes, we must. Must we, Mary we Poppins? We, we didn't talk about Ruth and the Harvest Supper. I thought that, well, I thought that was, I, I could, I could. Why, why didn't Ruth just say, no? No. Yeah. No. You do it. Go if on. I'm bothered about it. I'm already donating the barn. I'm not going to tell Jennifer what she's got to bake in her pavlova. But when, because Ben got so close, because he said, why did you offer mum to do it? Yes, yes. And then he said, well, we needed someone to do it. And I was saying, Ben, just say to him, why didn't you do it? Why did you assume that you have to have an ovary to be able to designate cooking? It was the elephant in the room that wasn't... Um, addressed, wasn't it? It was weird. There's still it, this kind of weird... There's a weirdness about cooking. There's... When the men try it, they get laughed at. It's hilarious. You except know. for if you're Ian. Uh, yes. And you get a but professional then, Oh, but job. that's different because then you're a chef. Yeah. And, you know, men are allowed to be chefs because that's important and women are just cooks. Um, <laughs> because even Beth is good at cakes. Yeah. And then all be careful because now we've got one woman against another woman and they're going to not like it. Yeah, but then Beth was the one that said originally, don't, don't put yeah, yeah, yeah. women against yeah, women. Yeah, but, but the, 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 the whole scriptwriter's attitude towards women, women. Women who cannot cook are funny, like Ruth. It's funny that she can't cook. Because she's like more, she's a farmer. Yeah. So. So, and you can't do both. You can't no. be, and it's like saying, oh, she's a bit like a man. And she's a lady doing a man's job. So she can't do a lady's job as well. You know, for fuck's sake. It's ridiculous. Well, although, I mean, she's never had to, she, to be fair either, she's never had to bother learning to cook or cooking because she's always had Jill to do the cooking. Well, not always. So it, it, Jill didn't move in until 
Phil died. Didn't yeah, she? but Jill would have always bought a lasagna yeah. round, presumably, because Jill was the, same the cook. One, just kept so, so actually, <laughs> Ruth. Yeah, none, none of them had to become cooks, no, did they? No. It just, it just, you know, and then Tony. Oh, isn't it funny? Tony can't cook, and he oh, tries. Oh yeah, I know, oh, I know, God. I know, I know. I just find it really wearing. I think you know. I think the trouble is as well. I mean, it's like in all. I mean, I suppose you know. There's an element of truth in it. It's quite a traditional village, isn't it? So mm. you know that, and the um, a lot of the women, you know, like Jenny doesn't really have a job, does she? And no, mind you, the other women do. I mean, it's quite. It's an old-fashioned village, anyway, isn't it? Yeah. But the trouble, the trouble is, it's because it's great having these new generation voices in isn't it but it, what what the danger is that they are stereotyped as well yeah and things like you know like the sort of um it was briefly sort of just you know chelsea i don't know who was talking about social media oh it was chelsea wasn't it and being yeah. like judging herself against everyone and yeah. you're like oh it's a bit of a cliche yes yeah you know and of, co- of course it's a cliche because it's probably you know it's true isn't it and it's you know it's still everywhere and but i, I just sort of imagined think... Ch- chelsea is being a bit more robust than exactly. that because of tracy and going yeah. well i see them all with her and i think well stuff it i could you know and just saying oh i can't be bothered to follow anyone that shows off or, yeah you know. yeah yeah yeah, but but you know that's the I suppose that's yeah. the danger, isn't it? Well, it's when we uh, go into a level sociology mode, which we're hmm. in danger of doing with Blake. We in danger of doing with Chelsea, and I just don't. But I like think it. they I think they are very careful. Like with the Blake stuff, I think because it's the BBC, they they're gonna be careful. But aren't it's they? too careful. Yeah, it's, do you think? it's it's like ticket. It's like okay, so we've done all the major things. We've done you know we've done all the tropes we can. You know, that he doesn't trust people, he doesn't like people that he... You know, that speech that he gave about, uh, you know, oh, I don't like the people that smile at you because they're the oh, ones yeah. that, you know, and I you know. think, oh, for God's sake. I know, I know. It, he wouldn't even very... trust anybody enough to say that. No, but that, the trouble is, though, it's hard. It's a really hard I know, balance, I know. I do understand that to... writing that is really difficult. Exactly. You've got to write it in because otherwise you haven't got a character, have you, really? But, but, can, but you could do things that we could read a... between the yeah, lines. I know, You don't I have know. to use such a flipping it's not even a broad brush it's a paint roller you know but i have to say of all the stupid people kirsty was the most stupid i'm just getting a friend over he is a policeman but you're like oh my god how stupid are you why don't you just give him a cup of tea yeah text harrison yeah don't say who it is yeah just say my friends my friend's coming and to you know see me and it's like she she was so blundering wasn't she she is but i suppose she but she went into panic mode, yes. didn't she? Because she desperately needs to, yeah. like, you know, be, what's the word? Uh, uh, what's the word? You know, opposite of revenge. So she needs to make amends. So yeah, she's trying yeah. to, yeah, appease yeah. everything. But, and also, I mean, honestly, it's like poor Blake. He's got like a trail of bloodhounds on him, hasn't he? You know, the second he leaves, like, where's he gone? Where's he gone? It's, it's going to be but like, I now, think... Blake, we're just tying you down here. It's going to be in a worse off than when he was when he was a bloody slave. Please, can I go back yeah. to the hospital? No, Blake, because we're looking after you. And when <laughs> Linda suddenly popped up next to your bed and went, hello, Blake, hello. remember hello. me? <laughs> It was like panto villain, yeah. wasn't it? Poor Blake's lying there with the covers up over his eyes, you know. <laughs> Especially with her scars. I know. <laughs> yes, I have it was got like... scars, Blake. You put them there. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember that day? <laughs> yeah, it was really I'm not way like to that. go, not frightening him. You're frightening me. Jesus. <laughs> But actually, I'll be really happy if that sweet little story does have a happy ending. You yeah. know, even if it's sickly and sentimental, it will be very heartwarming. <laughs> and also, Blake it's, you know... Is adopted by them, sort of Well, thing. yeah, Linda's always wanted children. She's got yeah. a hell of a lot of love to give. But, I mean, my God, can you imagine being having to live with those two? I did wonder where he was watching all the musicals, though. Yes. Because... <laughs> Because when they were like, Down the West when End. They were like he was queuing up for returns. <laughs> when they were like, Do you like movies? I thought, Oh, this is going to be funny. It's going to be like the Fast like... and the Furious. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the really, yeah. really, really yeah. violent Highest films. The Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, really, really violent films. Oh, sorry. That is really, really violent for me. 
<laughs> I think you'll find it's a 12. Uh, anyway, no, but I thought there was he was going to sort of throw all these horrible... I anything over Christmas. <laughs> Heather is going to throw these horrible films at Robert and Robert was going to be like, oh, oh yes, that's a jolly good one. You know, like, but actually when he was, I, saw, I know it was a way of, <laughs> I know it was a way of them bonding, but I, well, I did nearly sort of like splatter my yeah. tea out when he was like, I really like musicals. I was like, what? I just can't imagine that when he was gaming, yeah. you know, like probably gaming quite horrible yeah. video games, yeah. he was on the side watching um alibi or whatever whichever <laughs> channel has because also singing in the rain is never on the telly no it's one of those films that only comes on like Boxing two times a year things, yeah because yes. of the yeah. rights yeah. i suppose yeah well i don't think it's ever on the telly because i know I'm, Linda I'm just goes, find it. oh it might be on we could i think that's <laughs> yeah, that'd be exactly. a hell of a coincidence wouldn't it if you just <laughs> happened to turn the tv on and there it was oh really but i mean it was a it was a sweet way of the bonding yeah. but i was like oh it's a little clunky <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clunk, clunk, yeah. And then everyone on Twitter was like, oh my God, she's already signed him up for the panto. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh my God. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Would you like to learn one of those routines, Blake? <laughs> I hope they're going to be gentle with him because, I mean, overwhelming kindness be... is as overwhelming as overwhelming nastiness. It's just. For anybody. Know. Even if yeah. you're. It is, isn't it? It's like. Yeah. You know, the kindness of strangers is the most disarming, yeah. like, beautiful thing, isn't it? Yeah, but it's also terrifying if you don't trust it or you're not yeah. used to it or whatever. And it is it's just overwhelming. And, yeah, bless him. Paul bless him. Yes. And now... Is that you? We're, yes. And now yeah. we cross over to the yurt. Where, well, a yurt. Where Kate is practising mindfulness. It's going to hurt in the yurt. Welcome everyone to my new meditation workshop. This is, as you know, a trial, so there won't be a charge and I will be offering dried mango chunks to anyone who can help me come up with a title. I wanted headspace, but that Buddhist monk with the common vowels has nicked that one, so any ideas? Headcase? Nut job? <sighs> Let's leave the brainstorming. Let's make a start. I've got colonic irrigation at 11 and I need to get the buckets ready. First, I'd like you to just unfold yourselves on the ground. Just feel the earth beneath your spine. Excuse me, I do not like to lie down so close to the grass. It is dirty. The yurt has a ground sheet for breeze. Also dirty. It is a dirty yurty. Yurt. Is this a yurt? I thought it was a tent. What's the difference? About 200 pounds. I'm waiting for you to unfold yourselves and absorb the vibrations of the earth. I'm absorbing summit. Have them cows been in here? Move to a drier bit then, Clary. The important thing is that you are exposing yourself to the earth. Excuse me, Miss Madde Kanye West. I am not exposing myself. Febreze, he keeps all the clothes on. I will loosen possibly my caftan. That is all. No one's taking anything off. Mr Fletcher, please put your trousers back on. Now. All the way back on. Thank you. Now, roll out your spine one vertebrae at a time. <gasps> Summit went bang then. That's the tension releasing, Clary. Now, put your finger against one nostril and breathe out gently. Gently. Oh, I'm sorry, Gran. Does anyone have anything we could wipe Gran with? Hold on, I will dab her with my handy Andy. Thank you, Febreze. Now, I want you to let your eyes relax. Don't shut them, just let them lose focus. There we are. No, don't cross them, Clary. The idea is that there should be no effort involved. That's it. Now, I want you to move your attention around inside your body. Start at your feet. Are your toes tense? Yeah, hunched up like walnuts my toes are. It's my corns, I think. It's not a Q&A, Clary. Just answer inwardly. Bring your attention inwardly, righto. Bring your attention to your shins and your knees and feel the tendons relax. Can you feel the vibrations? 
I can. Shh, Fabrice. You're supposed to be answering inwardly. But I am feeling vibrations. Real ones. Oh, it isn't all. The ground's shaking a bit. It's an earthquake. We need to get under a table in case the roof falls in. But we're in a tent. Yet. Blimey, I can hear mooing. It's them cows. They're stampeding. Right. This is all Phoebe's fault. Pick up your Tibetan prayer blankets, grab a handful of dried mango, and let's go. We can meditate in the bull while we mindfully drink Pinot Grigio. from uh, Singing in the Rain. Can we do that? Yeah. Uh, there won't oh, there won't be another podcast up next week as Lucy is having a break. We! But... It says we! <laughs> Lucy's having a break. What but is the so... point of a script if you're just going to alter it willy-nilly? <laughs> but subscribe to us on iTunes and you won't miss us when we're... You won't... And you won't miss us when... What? Well, yeah, I know. That went yes. wrong, didn't it? No, mm. that did. Anyway, yeah. just subscribe and yeah. have a listen to the And then when we do log. come back, you'll be able to hear us. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. And uh, please give us a review and Lucy will give you big kisses. Uh, and Harriet will read rude books to you <laughs> in a very deep voice. Yeah, I mean, I can go pretty deep and pretty breathy, so... <clears throat> anyway... <laughs> Just to keep stopping for a quick cough and a drag thing. In the meantime, if you would like to contact us, you can email Ambridge on the gmail.com and give us your comments or any questions for Mr. Newbie. We are at on Ambridge on Twitter. Or you can follow Mr. Newbie on Twitter at, at Newbie Couch. Couch. I was just trying to make it musical. Okay. <laughs> And in the meantime, it's goodbye from all of us. And have a lovely week. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you Good for having us. For having so us. Glad for having us. You, we are so glad you listened. <laughs> to us. To us. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of a Singing in the Rain song. Oh, well, obviously, there's the obvious <sighs> one. <laughs> How about singing in the rain? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.